Yo, shout out to the most high. It's always I see you know, Lord, say this LDs. Also known Lawrence and one for another episode I need to know with my special guest. Introduce yourself, man. Young Stalin, man. Jay Stalin. Okay, man. Thanks for tapping back in the second time. I like to ask all my guests this, but for the ones that didn't see it the first time, how did you get your name Jay Stalin and where do it come from? Oh man, that come from uh Joseph Stalin. <laughs> Joseph Stalin, the Russian though, uh, the Russian dictator. I had to do a, uh, I had to do a paper on him when I was in the eleventh grade. And uh, after I did that paper, uh, I just uh, looked up, looked, wanted to research him a little bit more. And then I researched him, and then uh, I found out we had a lot of similarities, man. Yeah, like what? What else besides he wasn't no rapper? What else? Oh no, man. Uh, <clears throat> he had, a, he had, a, he had a big heart. Yeah. I'm saying like yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like a very um, bullheaded, sh- sh- strong person. You know what I'm saying um, he did a lot of shit. He didn't really um, he didn't really fear nothing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they say he was five two. I'm short. You know okay, I'm nigga, you don't age, nigga. You look about three weeks younger than Mingles, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> My, we got the same initials, JS. You feel me? And Dan yeah. Lum, like you know I'm saying, last but not least, you know what I'm saying like. Bro, I really was just pushing his own movement, just smashing on shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I really respect that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, man, you coming from, you know what I'm saying, West Oakland, you know. How was it growing up in Cypress Village? Oh, man, just uh, a lot of love. Back then, back then, nobody left their doors um, locked. You feel me? Like, everybody went in everybody's house. You would just, you could... Like, I'd be at your, like, say you live down there, I'd be at y'all till like, 2, 3 in the morning, and then just walk to my house. You know what I'm saying? It was cool. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers outside all night. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers selling dope. Motherfuckers smoking dope. Motherfuckers playing tackle football. You know what I'm saying? It was a very loving, loving community. You know what I'm saying? Minus the bullshit. Like, like, like they always say, man, life's great minus the bullshit. For sure. You know, uh, rest in peace, my partner. Shahidi said, man, my dad used to always say this. Life is a shit sandwich, and the more bread you got, the less shit you got to eat. <laughs> on the real, goddamn. I never heard that one, but I yeah. like that. Rest in peace to Shaw, man. You know what I'm saying? So, look, man, where did your hip-hop experience start? How long you been rapping? Uh, I've been knowing how to rap all my life. Like, I've always been hella into music, you know what I'm saying? I've always been a fan of music. I would always say that I'm a fan before I'm an um, artist, you know what I'm saying? But I didn't really start taking it serious till I was like... 16 going on 17 like i caught a dope case when i was 17 i mean when i was 16 i caught a dope case and then um when i got out of jail on probation you know what i'm saying i just i just really just said i'm gonna focus on the rap you know what i'm saying i had a curfew anyway yeah yeah so motherfucker couldn't really do too much anyway yeah you know what i'm saying and then um my po he would let me stay out later on the curfew if i had somewhere to go you know what i'm saying like they have a little sheet. They can tell you little places you can stay out late at and shit like after school, the library and all that shit. None of the places I wanted to stay out late at was on there. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I um start going to DJ Durrell house to the studio and then once I- Oh, getting the mic? I start going to DJ Durrell house to the studio and shit. And then once I um told my PO who DJ Durrell was, you feel me? And he looked the nigga up and seen the nigga was legit. You feel me? Yeah. Like, nigga, this the nigga that produced- <laughs> Keep your head up for Tupac. He, be, he became me? a fan. You know what I'm saying? No, he, he started letting me go to, he started letting me stay at Duro's studio 
like like it was the library or like it was up. You feel me? Yeah. Like my curfew, nigga, was six. But if I'm at the studio, he'll let me stay till like what time the library closed, eight or nine or ten or something. You feel me like that? Like like a regular, you feel me? So that's how I fuck with it like that. Do you still have a relationship with the PO? Um I ain't seen him in a minute, but we for sure got a um, got a relationship. Um when they had um the little PO office at East My Mall after I got off the uh got off the shit and all the shit. I used to go up there and see him and shit. Cause the nigga got me a job. With his brother, his name was Jordy Hadley. No, his name was what's Randy. They brothers, Randy and Jordy. I forgot which one was my PO, but um, one of them was the manager at the at the uh, at the Cal. I think Jordy. Randy was my PO, and Jordy was the brother. Yeah, Jordy was the manager at the um, Cal Berkeley bookstore, the textbook store at at the college. The college. Yeah. So my PO got me a job up there. You know what I'm saying when I was on probation. That's dope. I quit the day I got off probation, but I love the sh- I, I I love the experience though. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> so I much for that. Experience. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate sure, that like a, a motherfucker. It's all stepping stones. You know what I'm saying? This is what I want to know. I always say this, man. I was talking about the difference between West Oakland niggas, North Oakland niggas, and East Oakland niggas, right? But I'm just gonna say West Oakland niggas, right? West Oakland niggas is grown in a motherfucker. When I went to Mac, West Oakland is the only place where a nigga might have a gun, a car, and a baby and be about 14. Am I lying? Oh, some real shit, though. Hey, hey. A lot of niggas, hey, I ain't gonna lie. A lot of niggas had cars at like 14, 15, 16. We all was driving to school, blood. On some real shit. Remember when Keek the Seek said this? I got told in front of Mac, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every day. Remember when Keek said, back in some something, I had a firebird. I was thinking, I bet that nigga got it from the West. <laughs> Keek, so, Keek, Keek ran through them West Oakland stomping grounds for sure. He definitely feel like a West Oakland nigga, though. <laughs> he got a lot of West Oakland in him. That's cold. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment. Oh, for sure. I love the West, man. Shout out to E.T. They treated me real good when I was at Mac. You already know. <laughs> but check this out. Though. I wanted to know this, man. West Oakland niggas, and I went to Oakland High, and I know this Oakland High niggas had a lot of money. Rolling 20 and Funktown niggas used to have bread, right? And it's the 90s. It seemed like everybody back in the 90s was selling dope, right? How did you enter the dope game? And how old was you when you saw your first rock? Uh, when I saw my first rock, I was 14. So how old was you when you first seen your seen what crack was? Uh, when I was, the police kicked in my door when I was five. And uh, I put my hands on the wall and spread my legs and said, I ain't got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, I just, um, I was introduced to it by my family, though. Yeah. They say keep it in the family shit. And how long did you sell dope for before you, like, start really, like, taking music serious? I I started, I was, I, I was selling dope while I was taking music serious. Okay. But I, um, I rapped and sold dope at the same time for about five years. Gotcha. And what would you say your super strength is as somebody in the music industry? What do you think that you do better, exceptionally better than, you know, your counterparts or contemporaries? Uh, just um, my ability to create. My ability to create songs. You know what I'm saying? I, I, 
I'm a great writer. You know what I'm saying I could write any type of song, R&B, rap, any any genre. You know what I'm saying I'm I'm not stuck in one bubble. I don't just do one thing. I don't just rap one type of way. I got you feel me fifty million styles. You know what I'm saying I don't write raps. It don't take me hella long to create a song. You know what I'm saying I could go and do two studio sessions and finish an album. You know what I'm saying I could I can finish an album in one studio session if I book enough hours. You know what I'm saying yeah. And what is your connection with DJ Durrell? How did you meet him? Uh, my uh, my uh, my older brother that uh, that passed away. My older brother Lamar. They was uh, best friends when they was teenagers. When they was they was best friends from when they was kids to teenagers and shit. My brother passed away when he was eighteen. When he was eighteen. So you know what I'm saying all from 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 them meeting each other as kids in Cypress Village from five to six years old. They was best friends till like till my brother passed till like eighteen. Gotcha. And how did you meet the mechanics? Oh shit, I met them. I, I met the mechanics at uh, at the grill, man. Yeah. I was fucking with uh, Richie Rich at the time. So uh, I used to be in the grill recording all the time with Rich, you know what I'm saying? And then sometimes Rich would leave and I'd just be in there recording by myself. And then uh, the niggas was in the other room one time just making beats and shit. They was in the other room. I, I was in one room recording. They was in the other room making beats. Yeah. And uh, you know how that shit go when you in the studio, nigga be like, nigga, come here this shit I just come here this shit I just did. And niggas be like, come here this beat I just made. So that shit just came like that. They asked me to come here something. I asked them to come here something. I'm like, you niggas hella raw. They like, nigga, you hella raw. Nigga yeah. be like, nigga, let's work. Yeah. And the rest is history. So this is what I want to know, man. What year was Livewire founded? Yeah, about 2003. 2000. And who was the first five members? Uh, it was me, rest in peace, Jasper, and uh, my nigga, Lil Dane. That uh, he the one that actually got me into rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you know niggas who all hoop this saucy nigga in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Like he was the saucy nigga in the hood when we was growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like any nigga, any other nigga from anywhere that could rap, nigga would be like, you can't fuck with Dane. Yeah, you feel me? So, you know what I'm saying? And then. Shady Nate Jonah and R.O.B. You know what I'm saying? It was six. Gotcha. Gotcha. And all, all those your childhood friends? Yeah. We all, Shady Nate, jo- Shady Nate Jonah and R.O.B. from Acorn and me, Lil Damon Jasper from Cypress. The motherfuckers right next to each other, right across the street. That's dope, man. And how many albums you got? Like damn near 40? Oh, man. Uh, real albums, like. Cause you know a lot of shit be mixtapes. So I'm gonna ask you that. A lot of shit be other shit. You feel me? But projects. Yeah. Nigga done put out probably over a hundred projects. Damn. You know what I'm saying got about maybe fifteen real albums that I would actually say that's albums. You feel me? Probably like no, nah, probably not fifteen. Probably like like them them ones with the mechanics is albums. Them ones with DJ Fresh is albums, and then like. The Tears of Joy is I do on my own. It's albums. Like, those are the only ones. It's like real album. Oh, and um, Bay Area stand-ups. Like, that. well, yeah, like, about like 15. Yeah, you know what? Me and my business partner, Steve, he was saying that because we was talking about a particular artist that they had like about 40 albums. He said, man, that's cool, but mixtapes don't count. I think if a motherfucker just put out something, it count. Man, they, if, if, they, if you selling it, it count. Yeah. The only thing that don't count is shit that can't get counted, that can't get spoken for. Yeah. If they buying it, nigga, they, they said it's a, it's a, that beat, 
1199, whatever. What if it's that a free happen. song that blow up? <clears throat> Shit, it count. They still buzz that. It, it's it's just they still count that as a sale. It's just for free. Like when you download it, yeah. Like that's like that's like that's that's the thing about that. Yeah. It just it just counts like zero zero money. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. It's damn yeah, I got you. That's why if you put out a free mixtape right now and you get a million motherfucking downloads in one day, they're gonna be like you're platinum. Oh. Not actually platinum, but you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah. it counts. So I remember back in the day, man, when we used to be at Mingles, right? You used to sell your CDs. I bought one. I never forget it. I bought it at the <laughs> bar and, and I bought a Mac Dre shirt from somebody. And you say, hey, man, bye. Nigga, surely after that you had another one and another one. And I'm like, damn, how many motherfucking CDs this nigga got? I always say on my show, man, you one of the hardest working motherfuckers I know in any arena. I'm talking about like in anything. You know what I'm saying? So, so where did you get your work ethic? Because when you used to come through Home Depot with uh, Hakeem, nigga, it looked like, nigga, it, it was going to be this or nothing. What was in your thought when you started rapping, man? I ain't want to sell dope no more. Period. I ain't want to be on the corner for the rest of my life, bro. Like, on some real shit. It was either that or this. You know what I'm saying? And that, that only end in jail or death or nigga getting shot up or killing somebody or you feel me you know what i'm saying turn into a dolphin nigga mm. get nigga might get depressed and turn to a motherfucking dolphin oh you feel me you know what i'm saying just just you know what i'm saying that was a um i just you know what i'm saying that was a stepping stone for me yeah you know what i'm saying i always wanted to do bigger shit then, 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 then be a gangster. Like, niggas who gangsters don't choose to be gangsters. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit come with your environment and the way you was raised and all that shit. Like, nigga ain't wake up one day and be like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and shoot and rob somebody today. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like... You know, Some niggas do. No, I'm saying, your circumstances <laughs> yeah. turn you into that. Yeah. But nobody actually <laughs> makes that choice if they have other choices. That's right. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted... um. I just wanted to put myself in a better position, man, to have other choices. Nigga, you could get the Nobel Peace Prize. You done turned street niggas into rich niggas, Jay. Ah! Hey, that's what I wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do, man. Like, that's, do you that's have the a, goal. Do you have another favorite artist on Livewire besides yourself? Like, man, you just love their music. Our blood, man. I tell everybody blood, man. That's, that's like my little brother, man. And that nigga, like, he's like... You know how I don't want nobody to like misconstrue this, so I gotta say it real carefully. He's like, um, you know how like when Lil Kim first came out, yeah, like that hardcore album, mm -hmm. like we had never heard nobody talking like that, yeah, like that's how I feel about Blood. Like he just he says shit that nobody gonna say, like literally. Like he say, like I like I can't like he got some shit I can't play around my mama, but you yeah, know what, I mean? you know what I'm saying like, and that's the beauty about music. That's the beauty about the wow factor and the shock factor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I like an artist that can make me say, "Wow, that nigga got the heart to say that." that? I'm like, I can't say that. Yeah. My mama would kill me. For sure. You know, like like Trick Daddy and them niggas. You know, Trick Daddy would say some shit. You'd be like, damn, did that nigga say that? Like, like, like when Trina first came out and was rapping about 
fucking for money. Yeah. Bitches was like, she <laughs> bitches been doing it. You feel me? They been doing it, but they like, damn, this bitch really saying it? Like, damn. Now everybody saying it now, but you feel me? Yeah. Nope. Somebody gotta break the ice. Like blood has always been an icebreaker to me. Yeah. When it comes to music. Like, you know what I like about blood? He's blunt, but he's very easy to understand. I like the bluntness. You know, he gonna tell you something, you know what I'm saying? But it's easy to understand. And he gonna paint a picture why he's doing it. Who can't see some niggas riding down with hoodies on a bike? You know what I'm saying? With some choppers or whatever he said on that Usalama. That's one of my favorite joints off the live wire catalog. And Sad Millionaire, of course. Oh, you already know. No, 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 no. Self-made millionaire. Self-made. I know what you meant. Yeah. I know what you meant. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I want to know, man. You said that you got some drinks popping and stuff like that. Talk about that a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I got my uh my champagne coming out, uh, the Cypress, sparkling wine. You know what I'm saying? I can't call it uh champagne because we ain't making any champagne. We uh I'm fucking with my nigga. He got a whole uh whole winery in Colorado. So you know what I'm saying? We finna uh do that big the Cypress Sparkling Wine though, man. Um it's beautiful packaging, it's dope. We finna have it um at every uh Sunday brunch, you know what I'm saying? That serve mimosas. We finna have it um in the in at at all the clubs, you know what I'm saying? Bring them out with the uh fireworks and all the shit. You know what I'm saying we finna have them in all the liquor stores. You know what I'm saying I just um I just always like I I like to do monumental shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying I like to do shit um that 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 hopefully can stand the test of time and and that can hold its own and just get passed down. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying I could this shit pop off. I could I could retire and then my son could run it. Yeah. You know and then his son could run it. You feel me? Hey, you know I just be into um, just trying to do shit like that, thinking of shit that could, that's gonna stand the test of time. For sure, man. I was gonna ask you real quick, man. Why don't you educate us on uh, what's the difference between champagne and sparkling wine? Oh, you can't call it champagne unless it's distilled and made, and unless it's unless it's made in champagne, champagne. France. Yep. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. <laughs> My nigga, know his shit. <laughs> Just like uh, you can't call it cognac Yuck. unless it's made in cognac, cognac. France. You know what I'm saying? Because if it ain't, it's just brandy, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> On some real shit. That's just whiskey, nigga. Straight up, nigga. If it ain't made in cognac, it's made in the bathtub, nigga. It's whiskey. <laughs> and moonshine around here, nigga. <laughs> For sure, man. So you said that you was coming out with an L, too. No, not an L, a beer, right? Yep, I'm trying to, man. Um, I don't want to speak on it too early, but um, I'm still, I'm still in the works. We, we talking right now. We trying to get it all worked out. Me and uh, me and the brewing company that I've been talking to, we trying to get it all worked out. But um, the champagne is a go. Now, is it beer or is it gonna? I be, mean, uh, the sparkling wine is a go. Okay, now, 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 is it gonna be beer or is it gonna be malt liquor? No, it's gonna be beer, but I ain't do no more. Liquor. Okay, because if it's gonna be more liquor, call that shit Tim Street. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> My fuckers don't drink more liquor no more. I don't want the more liquor crowd. I want the cool little, little smooth crowd. Yeah, you know yeah. And I want, I want the motherfuckers who drink beer at at, at restaurants, yeah. not the motherfuckers who drink beer at at bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want motherfuckers that drink beer inside the restaurant, not begging in front of the motherfucker. Because <laughs> yeah, malt liquor, look, man, I used to drink every day. 
four locos. One wasn't enough, but two was too much. God damn. <laughs> it looked like he won four, nigga. Reverse. I was I going to have drug no four loco, <laughs> hey, but I heard some stories about motherfuckers who do. I heard a nigga heart bust off one of them motherfuckers, blood. Man, check this out. <laughs> some real shit. You know that hyphy juice? Yeah. The guy, one of the guys, uh, it's three of them. Not, not a damn. Cass, Cass Kaiser is one of them named Cass Kaiser. It's one of them. I know that's you talking about the team. Then it's no, it's um, it was it was it was the manager and and, and um and Clyde. Okay. Okay. What was, what was the manager name? Maybe he used to manage Keith too. Kobe. Kobe. Remember Kobe? That was Kobe shit. Okay, gotcha. Well, one of them said that he was, you know, because he was drinking a lot of them, and he was uh, drinking too much energy drinks and shit like that, and he said it was fucking with his chest. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy, man. Yeah, that shit like dope. That shit make your heart beat faster. Your heart, you, your, your heart is overworking itself. Yeah, so you're not making no energy drinks? Hell no. I ain't making no energy drinks. <laughs> so what's up with the movies, man? Oh, man. We got a um so I got a video right now called Backwoods featuring um Kevin Allen, formerly known as the artist called Earth Earth Jerk. Jerk. (laughs) Nah, yeah, we got a we got a nice little banger out right now called Backwoods, man. And um it's like um a seven minute video, so it's like a little um got a little pre little acting and all the shit, but we finna turn that into like a um like a real little movie. But um it's 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 like me and my best friend. Okay. But my best friend is like a blunt. Oh. But it's like a person blunt. Like it's a comedy. Is it the same blunt the whole movie? Or you smoke the motherfucker and it come back? No, like it's you dressed in a blunt. Like, 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 <laughs> like, 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 like it's my imaginary friend. Okay. But he's he's like a blunt. Okay, okay. You feel me? Like a, a human blunt. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And you know, it's like the adventures of Jay Stalin and his human blunt friend. We just going around smoking. You know what I'm saying? Uh, fucking with bitches, doing all type of doing all type of fun shit. You gonna it's have to be real funny. You gonna have a soundtrack to for sure. It's gonna be real funny. But it's gonna be funny. See, that's the main thing. Man, where is the gear at, man? I need me a live wire shirt, man. Talk about the store, man. I got you, man. I got you. I just had a um I just had a listening party at the store too, man. And bring me a large. I'm back in the gym. I want to look buffed in a motherfucker in that live wire. And hey, when I do this, nigga, you just gonna see the L and the E's bounce off that motherfucker. All the bitches gonna be like, yay! <laughs> we working on our um we work, we finna drop our spring collection in April. So I'll get you some of that shit for sure. For sure, man. And talk about the tour, man. The tour. When is the tour? Oh yeah, man. Shout out to uh Shout out to uh, the starting five, man. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to everybody that support Livewire. Shout out to everybody on Livewire. Shout out to everybody. We finna do this uh, Livewire reunion tour, man. Uh, me, Phil, uh, Lil Blood, Shady, uh, Stevie Joe, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, really, but mainly mainly us five. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gonna put out an album just for the tour, too? Uh, nah, not... not uh, we ain't really talked about no album yet. Everybody be hella busy and shit, but... I'm saying like I ain't really talked about it. We ain't really talked about it. Yeah, it ain't. I mean, it's it's nothing is never off the table. That's right. Feel me? I'm saying when you when niggas is I'm saying when niggas been fucking with it long as we fucking with it. I'm saying all we got to do is just come together, holler, and make it make sense. Man, I'm glad you talked about longevity just now. Talking about as long as we fuck with it and shit like that. This is what I want to know. Did you have a hard time transitioning from the CD game to the stream game? Um, in the in the beginning, yeah. 
Yeah, talk about some of the obstacles. I mean it because it just once you have to get a good team that knows about the streaming shit. And then you feel me? Once you get that, you good. But when the shit first transitioned, yeah. nobody didn't have that shit. Yeah. You feel me? Like there wasn't no um empires or no direct lines to iTunes. You feel me? It wasn't no distro kids. It wasn't no um it was C D baby. Yeah. Me? Like motherfuckers wasn't fucking with that like that. I mean a few motherfuckers was, but you feel me like it wasn't all the outlets that it was now when the shit first first hit. So that little, the little, a year maybe two year transition. I ain't gonna say it was hard. It was just like a, a learning process. It's yeah, like something new. You know what I'm saying, wasn't Soldier Boy when he cracked the internet with that song? Ain't he kind of like partially responsible for like streaming and stuff like that? No, he just um, motherfuckers wasn't he? What he really did was. Put, was was make YouTube big. That's what he really did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because niggas been, we been, you know, we been shooting videos, putting them on YouTube. But once his shit blew up on YouTube, motherfuckers start going to YouTube as their video shit. Like, you feel me? Like, motherfuckers used to only watch videos at, on, at home on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers didn't be on their phone on YouTube and shit. But once the Soldier Boy shit blew up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Niggas like, oh, that shit is on your phone? Yeah, it been on your phone. Oh, okay. We can watch this on the phone. You feel me? That's what it really did. You know what I'm saying? It really... So YouTube, the really motherfuckers who should be paying him. Yeah. Because he, he made that shit pop. And how do you balance family life with business? Oh, man. It's, um, you try to make a choice on what come first. My family come first. Yeah. I know that. So there's there's no issue with that. For sure, man. Before we get out of here, man, you want to say anything? Oh, uh, man. I just want to say uh, Prenuptial Agreement 2 out now. Check it out. Brand new album, man. Got like damn near a video for every song on that motherfucker. Got the brand new uh, Sparkling Wine, Cypress coming out, man. Got the new movie, Backwoods, coming out, man. Got the Live Wire Reunion Tour coming out, man. And uh, shout out to all my niggas, man. And rest in peace to my little brother, nigga. Cyrus Village Mafia. For sure, man. And I'm LDs, also known Lawrence One for another episode I need to know. And as usual, come on, you know what I want. You know what?